Hi. It's Adele. And Zoe. And Welcome. Hang, hang on, hang on. It's not fair. You're getting all the good words. Let's, let's switch this around. Okay, all right. Whatever. Hi. Everybody. It's Adele. And Zoe. And this is Friends from, from A, A to Z. Z. Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena, here is our confession, friends and obsession, that never passed, so we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hi everyone, and thanks so much for listening to our podcast, Friends from A to Z. Zoe, it's pretty clear so far that we love Friends. We do. And we've made a podcast. We have. But what else can people expect? Well, we hope you are going to enjoy hearing us chat about each episode. We're going to dig into the detail. We're going to relive some of our funniest moments Mm -hmm. and throw in some trivia along the way. So one episode per podcast, starting with the pilot and all the way through to the very last one. Got it. And why are we doing this now? Because we have been such big fans for almost 25 years. We have. Uh, But it's interesting to watch something we know so well through new eyes. Uh, So we're going to pick out the things that strike us as unusual, some inappropriate things now, or some things that are just plain weird in 2018. Sounds good to me. And we really hope that you guys who are listening will join us for each episode. So please hit subscribe wherever you choose to listen. And you can join in on Twitter. So tweet us at friends from A to Z. And we'd really love to hear what you think. Shall we get started? Let's. So let's get stuck into the episode and first find out all about it in the form of the epidemic. That is the episode in the format of a limerick, which Adele has prepared. So please take it away, Adele. Here's one I prepared earlier coma guy leaves phoebes and mon at a loss <laughs> rachel's erotica turns out to be dross a disruptive guest puts friendships to the test when mrs bing kisses chandler's best ross oh that's so good you get a little uh, a little quote from the episode in there too <laughs> a very very funny line you kiss my best ross yeah, yeah, yeah. oh very good that's i good. bet you started with that ross and yes. tried to <laughs> Yeah, why do you think I've got dross in there? That's a really terrible word. But you've got the dross in there because that is also this like a tiny little mini storyline, isn't it? A very, very secondary storyline for Rachel. So you've got that in there too. Um, And And the coma guy. And and the coma guy who was a big part of this episode. Um, So yeah, let's talk about it some more then. Cool. It's uh, not the one with the coma guy. It's the one with (laughs) Mrs. Bing. So the one with Mrs. Bing. Let's recap via uh, IMDb and what they uh, have to say in a short little summary. Yep. A much less exciting uh, way than an epidemic, but still like, <laughs> their, uh, their more dry summary. Chandler's flamboyant romance novelist mother comes to visit and Joey catches her kissing Ross. Meanwhile, Monica and Phoebe fight over a guy in a coma. It's mm. a lot of adjectives, isn't it? Flamboyant romance <laughs> novelist <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. mother. Not just Chandler's mother. It's very efficient. Flamboyant romance. Uh, and the way I started reading it, then I, I, I kind of when I said about your epidemic, I was, uh, I was waiting for the poetry rhyme. I'm oh, so used to getting yeah. uh, something a bit more exciting. This not as good. Um, no, of course not. But uh, it kind of does uh, what the episode says. Then and uh, Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> the new variant. 
That's when they're bright, you come into flax seeds <laughs> <laughs> to snack on while you watch Netflix. So I'll have some Netflix. Oh, Netflix seeds. That's a good idea. Yeah. Copyright that. taking a piss. <laughs> uh, my stuttering. When Chandler's romance novelist mother comes to New-, New York to visit him, Joey catches her and Ross kissing. Yeah. So some sense here, this person has been to the IMDb recap again. Absolutely. Because you wouldn't use but they've made a couple of changes just to try and get yeah. a bit of credibility catches her kissing ross it now says catches her and ross kissing <laughs> totally yeah. and they it. took out the word flamboyant they must have disagreed yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The the know what flamboyant meant. <laughs> yeah so that's what happens that's what happens what do people think of this one of the people say episode so on imdb a few times now in season one we've seen that there's this sort of little group of episodes in the middle bank of the right ranking table and this sits in that group. So oh. in that group is the one with the thumb, the one with George Stephanopoulos, the one with the butt, the one with the dozen lasagnas, and the one with two parts, part one. Okay. So the one with Mrs. Bing is right in the middle of that. What that means, just to remind you of where they sit, is they all score the same thing, and it puts them 12th out of 24. So literally slap bang in the middle of 24 episodes. It's not in Rank.com's top 100 best I see episodes. which you would sort of expect it was only middle-ish of one season yeah. it's not gonna smash it in the top 100 and in it? season one there are very few that make it into the top 100 so that seems yeah. so weird to me because it's such an Does iconic it? season I you think, think? Oh, oh I yeah. feel like we're just getting into oh. yeah as we get to, to two and three in particular we're gonna have loads for me anyway uh so that's it kind of middle of the table not in the top 100 okay so not award-winning but not terrible what's your take on it uh similar not award-winning not terrible but for me that's because it's sort of averaging out in that way because i love one storyline and i can't stand the other one. Oh, i like it when this happens <laughs> you can't stand the other one well i'm not a fan I'm oh a well fan. i want to find whoa, out whoa, whoa. what that is what about you i surprised myself a bit mm. because i'd done the scores a bit more like i hadn't sat and watched absolutely everything and rescored it i did it a bit more from memory i was like gut instinct yeah how do i feel about that All episode right. and then when i was watching it back again for this i was like mm, i scored it a bit higher than probably i really feel about it so oh. for me it ends up six out of 24 so quite oh. high up but there are some moments in this one yeah that make me laugh again and again and again so okay. i think i was remembering certain bits of it um, that then made me think, oh, the overall episode I remember as being really good. I see. But actually, uh, some of it's a bit fair to middling and other bits good. Wow. Wouldn't it be interesting if... Um, so I think we're both saying some things. We love some bits of it and mm. some bits are a bit yeah. meh. And mine's less so much storyline as there are certain moments, moments that I just think are off. really funny. I see. All yeah. right. So because if there are two main storylines in this, we've got a coma storyline and we've got our Ross kissing Mrs. Bing storyline yeah and then the little mini one of oh, rachel, mini one of rachel. To... but the two the two main ones so for me i love the mrs bing storyline yes and the coma one i'm just like take or leave it just think it's a bit silly really yeah 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 okay all right but you're not quite so on the storyline themed you're like there are moments in both of those storylines that you find funny exactly because oh. i i don't agree with you on the coma guy one. Oh. i think it's got a lot going for That's it. it yeah I like it. Tell me what you like about it then. Well, should we start with Coma Guy then? Yes. I, first of all, I, it's a little tiny thing, but at the very beginning, which is how this storyline starts, Mm -hmm. you've got Monica and Mm -hmm. Phoebe out at the little magazine store Mm -hmm. thing in the street, and they see this really good looking guy, and Phoebe's telling Monica to kind of get his attention. Mm -hmm. And then Monica just does something that I just think is really (laughs) humanising, because 
it's the least cool possible thing you could do instead of like wolf whistling which wouldn't <laughs> be it wouldn't be that cool to wolf whistle but something she could have i don't know a million other things she could have said she goes woo woo <laughs> the train suddenly coming like, through it's come out the subway it's going down Manhattan and and it, and it is like doubly bad because he does turn around like who on earth has just screamed this whoa, whoa. and then he doesn't see that big vehicle coming and he gets knocked over and ends up in a the way of... she points at Phoebe yeah. the way she does it it's so clumsy. I just love it because it's very accessible in the sense that I don't know about you, but it's certainly the sort of thing my brain would have made me do under pressure like mm. that without proper time mm. to prepare for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it just really makes me yeah, laugh. No, and then they refer to it later on when Joey's like, even I don't woohoo. Oh, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'll try anything to yeah, get a woman, yeah, yeah. but I won't do that. So, um, can I just ask you about yeah. that first scene? Mm. Do you see something in the background in that, uh, in, in, in the uh, I already in the there. like this question. Yeah. Uh, well, so she's standing outside like a newspaper stand yeah. or something, right? And then so they're in the kind of outdoor set. Yeah, supposed to be outdoor. Anything you see on the back wall? There is it sure? not really outdoors at this point, though. I thought season one outdoors was really outdoors. It's only oh, later. Is it? I think I don't know. It might be on the Warner Bros. set. Yeah, so it's probably outdoors within the within the studio set of right. Warner Brothers. But I think after that, it's an indoor outdoor. It's an indoor set, outdoor. isn't it? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, there are magazines. Is that a clue to this? No. Nope. Oh. Uh, no, I don't know, but I'm really excited to find out. It's Joey's VD poster. No! <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mario has... Uh, oh, Mario's so, not telling you. Well, Mario's not telling you. So from a pre- Is the previous episode where, um, yeah, 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 <laughs> Joey, Joey auditions, like, I really want to be, like, a model, and they put him on that thing, and he can't go home for Thanksgiving because all his family think he has oh, syphilis and stuff. that's amazing. And, um, yeah, yeah, I just cute like a little uh, continuity thing that it's Joey's VD poster that's in the background. really really funny that's, good, that's really good uh, so I like that because I really like it when what I don't like is when thing when people are just super cool and perfect all the time yeah. you know I like a bit of fallibility because she looks pretty perfect so she yes yeah, so, and act, I and act less perfect it's one of my favorite things about Monica that she's like really yeah geeky and yeah 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 uh, okay. Inside, mm-hmm. she's kind of really geeky, which I really like. I wonder why you would like that so much. Can't think. Someone else don't know. Doesn't hit home at all. No. Yeah. So she does that, and this guy ends up in hospital. Now, the reason, I mean, yes, it's silly, right? Yeah. And it's a bit, it's a bit like the Joey Butt thing. It's like yeah. a bit too extreme. Okay. But there are two things that I like about it. The first one is I really like the. Uh, sort of rivalry that builds between Monica and Phoebe. Yeah. So how they start sort of competing for how mm-hmm. well they're taking mm-hmm. care of this guy who they are starting to project all of these feelings and characteristics yeah. onto. So there's the bit where Monica's doing a gig in Central Perk and she's singing a song about a guy who's... Phoebe singing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah Phoebe. And she's about a guy who's not awake. And Monica's like <laughs> sneaking out. Of the... And they have this bit where she goes, yeah. have you been to the... Uh, a hospital today no have you no have you Um, which is very funny so I like the rivalry and I think there are just some lovely little moments where they're fighting over it and that's good yeah and they do make me laugh Um, but the other thing I like about it is that it raises an issue around the sort of women projecting a fantasy onto what is effectively a kind of completely innocent (laughs) guy and maybe I'm going to know what you think about this but what do you think about how he responds yeah. at the end when they're like, I read to you, I did this, I did that. So this is one of the problems I have with this storyline is that it's building and building. And I remember just watching it again now and thinking, 
it's really it's kind of building like how can this end in a satisfying way mm. because they have had this rival rivalry and i i like that they have the rivalry and 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 there are lots of rivalries through the series but this one yeah it just seems a bit too silly for me but this kind of ending point then where he does wake up and they're like we've been looking after you and he sort of goes thanks see you around or something and they're yeah. like no no wait 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 you know you do not understand we have been looking after you properly you know you're not even gonna call he said okay i'll call you um it just for me it's 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 bursting the the bubble in just such a deflating way of i don't know how there was ever going to be a what was he going to wake up and like they got so romantic about i don't know it's it ends in i suppose in a reality doesn't it that actually what could they possibly have expected and i feel for me that's the point they're trying to make yeah that he that we shouldn't actually expect in any world that he would be like oh my god that's so amazing please go on a date with me so they're getting so it's coming between them as friends yeah but they have fantasized the entire Mm -hmm. thing it's become and in in a way i thought it was a kind of metaphor for how women can get with men Mm. you know it's like none of the signals from him because there were Mm. zero signals were any of these things but they were like fantasizing that he was the perfect partner for them Mm -hmm. and then when he turns out under no knowledge of his own to let them down Mm -hmm. they blame him for that so i just thought there was something a bit deeper that they were trying to say i see yeah i i I suppose maybe i was wondering that it would sort of end with he wakes up and he's actually a total jerk and this whole romanticizing thing that they've done in their head is like oh Mm. my god like we judged him on his look and we judged him on all this imagined stuff but actually um you know the guy's a real jerk or he does you know he's like oh you know i thought i thought maybe it could end in a sort of way of oh but you know both of you you know there's plenty of room for both girls you know and he turns into a little closure. whereas him just to go okay i'll call you it's like is he trying to be nice by saying call you or is he just no he's under duress duress, yeah because she goes i don't think you mean that yeah because he's he's literally like yeah you are i didn't ask for any of this no no no, so i think the indifference from him is quite important because mm, if he was a jerk mm, they'd be like oh, we did all this stuff and you're an idiot. Yeah. And he's just normal. He's just like... But also, wouldn't you be a little bit more like, oh, you know, you'd see the balloons and you'd see these... Wouldn't you be a bit more thankful? He's so kind of shrugged offable. I think if I woke up from a coma, I'd be like, oh, thank you, thank you, you know, so much, thank you. Would you? You wouldn't be obsessed with the fact that you nearly died and you got run over <laughs> well, and, and you've just found out you are alive. And this is the other thing about the whole coma setting, right? Because there is not one machine. I think there's like a, a machine. Yeah. You would have some serious medical paraphernalia on you to... Uh, he doesn't have a single injury. No, no. Visible. No, nothing. Yeah, nothing visible. He just looks like he's having a very calm little nap. He's like in a spa. But there's nothing. It's not even... What are these things? Like drips or yeah, tubes in the nose or anything. Yeah. Anything. And the staff seem very relaxed about these two women changing his pyjamas. Yeah. And, yeah, shaving oh, him God, and stuff. changing pyjamas. I know, it's a bit dodge, creepy. It? Yeah. It's a bit creepy. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't be happy. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> You'd be like, who the Wake hell are you? Wake up naked. What happened? Why am I wearing this? <laughs> I don't own these pyjamas. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Right. What did you think of the aesthetic of him? I don't think much about the aesthetic of many of the men in Friends, really. They're just very 90s American looking. What do you mean many of the men well, in Friends? obviously... Apart from the, the actual three. Friends, yeah. Yeah, fine, okay. Yeah, but clarify ma- that. And, yeah. you know, obviously Brad Pitt's in it at one point and things like that. But um, he is... He's just like American white middle class 90s looking guy I just think he looks so 90s doesn't yeah, he like the big really hair not and all that kind of stuff I wouldn't woo woo at that 
I just think he looks like a Ken doll. Like he looks so, <laughs> he looks so kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, plastic. Just that, that ages it uh, for me as well. Like that's, oh, you yeah. can see that's 25 years because that's the, a very specific kind of 90s Well, talking hero. of very specific 90s things mm. then, the other thing that ages this is, and we'll come to this in a second, but yeah. in the scene where Chandler's having a deep and meaningful conversation with his mum, his outfit is just just in, un- he inexplicable. Wearing? What's he wearing? He's wearing this big puffy, rust-coloured... Um, I don't really know what the fabric is, but it's it's not like silk, but it hangs like silk. So it's really baggy and it's got two massive pockets in the front of it. And then he's got this it's huge... Silk. It's got this huge... Hangs like silk. ...big kipper tie that looks like it was made out of like a really kitsch sofa. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's, and it's dear, tucked dear. into his... Tra- and like... like puffed over the top oh, of the yeah, trousers oh yeah yeah lovely lovely that's always that's flattering that's best it? left in the 90s so what's Chandler up to then in this uh, episode well, good question Zoe so what happens is Chandler's mum played by Morgan Fairchild Morgan Fairchild big star in the 80s yeah in America I don't is she like in soap she was in soap operas yeah like, she's, was she in um, uh, like a dynasty type yes I uh, don't know which one, but no. one of those. Okay. She's certainly got the hair from that anyway. Yeah. That's I mean, I think she looks amazing. Bowl show. I don't know how old she is in this episode, She's actually. probably maybe early 40s, I would think, yeah. No, she can't. I mean, if she's playing Chandler's mum, she's got to be a he bit older. what, about 27, 25, 27? She's got to be nearly 50. 50. Yeah. I think she looks amazing. Yeah, she does look amazing. She's got a weird suit on, but yeah, she looks yeah. amazing. So Chandler's mum comes to visit, and we learn a bit more about, more gets revealed mm. about Chandler's background, because yeah. we know that he was... Um, had some trouble in his childhood where yeah. he was quite disrupted by his parental breakup and issues that they were going through. But we see here also that he's the child of a celebrity, so that's kind of yeah. mid level celebrity. Because yeah, yeah. Paolo recognises her, right? Um not sure about that accent. From me. <laughs> From me. <laughs> not a bean. <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> he so, is actually I looked it up he is actually Italian is he Paolo is he? yeah because I thought his accent is so ridiculous in some of these episodes I'm like is he putting although he does actually on? speak Italian quite a lot in the show doesn't he like yeah because there's the whole communication issue yeah. with him and Rachel I've looked him up as well and today as a kind of you know 60 year old or late 50s man yeah. much better looking than is he, he? Then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. 90s was cruel yeah, wasn't yeah, it yeah. so Nora Bing Mrs yeah. Bing comes to visit yeah and she takes the kids out for dinner and um ross is having a bad time because rachel and paolo turn up oh, late looking a little disheveled they were doing stuff yeah and lost track of time yeah and so ross is a bit like to which he says a great line because she's like yeah. right tequila shots and uh and uh and he says i'm not really a shot drinking guy and then paolo and rachel turn up and he goes but a man can change, yeah. and it's very cool. and yeah, next, and does a brilliant yeah. reaction to netting yeah. the tequila, yeah. necking yeah. the tequila as well. So uh, we've got Ross, Ross now about six tequilas in. Yeah, uh, very, very worse for wear. Yeah. And there's a brilliant bit where, so it, basically, the key thing is that in the hallway, not in the main restaurant where the bathrooms are, Mrs. Bing is on the phone checking messages at the hotel, mm-hmm. and Chandler comes. Uh, Ross comes out of the toilets, mm-hmm. and there's just a brilliant moment where she, I. 
I'm sure you've done this when drunk. I have done this when drunk. He's trying to pretend everything's fine and he's not that drunk. Yeah. And she says, you doing all right, slugger? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then he looks around and he sees he's come out of the women's <laughs> toilets. He's <laughs> done the men's. And it is so funny, his double take he does. Yeah. But it's also clever because they are in this restaurant and it says chicas and chicos. Yes, so it's very easily done. So it's easily done. Yeah, right. I, I don't hold that against him. I'm no, sure I would have made no, the same mistake. No. And they have a bit of a, a mini heart-to-heart because she's spotted... You see her earlier kind of clock that when Rachel's feeding Paolo at the table, Mm. he's looking a bit upset about that. So she kind of explores that a bit with him and finds out what's going on. And then, I I mean, for me, Mm. what she does next, Mm. she does a little analogy, right? Where she says, look, I've written a thousand Mm -hmm. romance novels. Paolo's not a hero. He's the inconvenient to kill off. You're a hero. Yeah. That is the Nora Bing equivalent of the did I ever tell you about the time I was trekking? Oh, <laughs> clever! Who came on to who? Mrs. Bing. Oh, wow! It's so, and and I think from oh. the beginning of that, yeah, you they're very informal. Those two, like he turns up at the restaurant and he's like, only you could have picked a dive like this, you know? Because this is his best friend's moment. It's like such a niceness about yeah, the, the, they're you a know, bit flirty. Met- I think that's a bit of a... To say to someone's mum, I think that's a very casual thing to say. It's casual, but because, you know, they were college roommates, she would have come and visited and she would... you know, I, I And think, she's obviously I think, super cool. I think it's nice to see that, yeah, they, they, they know each other well. It's a nice yeah. little backstory that... But also, I think it's interesting that she notices how he's responding to Rachel and Paolo. It's like, she's... Yes, she cares, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's her son's friend and yeah. that's good. But I just think it's interesting. It's like someone that you're slightly attracted to you would notice if they were attracted to someone else. Like, maybe she was used to him being a bit, you know, weirdly flirty with her or something, oh, you know. So, right, for me, okay. that is the equivalent of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken Adams <laughs> story. <laughs> and then oh, they so have a... that she was doing that. See, I still... I, I maybe naively thought that, you know, no, she just... You know, she really... Like, Ross is such a nice guy and she just wants to make him feel better and be like, look, you know, you're the hero of this story. Like, really trying to make him feel better and he is obviously six tequilas in. He's mm. like... Do you buy really? this kiss though? Do you? Th- yes, I really you do. do. I really do. I feel like. Oh, you were passionate about this. Yeah, I feel, I'm getting a bit I weird. Well, I, <laughs> I feel like I think I quite I like weird little romantic uh, couplings. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think when when I think it's just done super realistically that there's like some drunkenness and there's some you know like just but just, I, just, I think it, there's got to have been something unsaid for years. For that to happen in that moment, I just, I just can't see how someone's mum and oh, him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Go from maybe she had seen him that way and he hadn't seen her that way, but then she's so she's attractive. Bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. so attractive. She is meant to be a bit of a uh, man eater, isn't she? Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, both. <laughs> okay. Either way. Yeah. Um, and by the way, talking of that, and very sexually open and liberal, and oh, you totally. Know, so she's saying yeah, yeah. Kung Pao chicken. Well, this is what stuff, I was just yeah. going to say. I love it. That's one of my favourite bits when. She's looking, oh, I don't know what to order. And Chandler's like, please, God, let it not be Kung Pao Chicken. <laughs> and she just goes, oh, you saw that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, like, what, how, how did, why did he say that? Uh, because she had been on Jay Leno and that's how she knew, that's how he knew she was coming to town was because uh, she was on Jay Leno and Jay Leno was saying something like, oh, you know, you have a very healthy sex life or something. Oh, I can't remember exactly. Well, she just says, when I've been I, whenever, with a guy... I must eat Kung Pao yeah. Chicken now, after. I love Kung Pao Chicken. Mm. And I do think about this every, oh, single, every single time. time you I only eat it after sex. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, with Ross. I, <laughs> with Chandler's mum. Um, I, I order it a lot. And it always makes me think of, uh, yeah, 
Yeah. I don't know why she would eat that. It's better than eating it after than before. Let's put it that way. So then this... this... <laughs> yeah, God. It's full of chilli. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so, they, yeah, so they, 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 this kind of happens. And, of course, Joey sees this kiss. Yes, which, he does. Yeah, he sees it. and uh... That's a great reaction as well. <laughs> what? He's like, uh, I'll just go and pee in the street. <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, and then, so Ross is like, oh, God. And he's wrestling with, do I tell Chandler? Do I not tell Chandler? Um, and uh, he, he tells him. He tells him. And uh, By the way, yeah, Joey, so Joey has a bit of a battle here, right? Because Ross is like, can we not just sweep it under the carpet? But Joey's very clear that this is a line. Oh, it's a code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Does sisters Joey... are fine. Yes, a hot aunt even. Uh, sisters, but are, sisters fine. are not fine, Joey. Because later, when Chandler bangs one of your sisters, you Didn't really bang get her. upset. Do you not? Oh, we fooled around her. with. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> sorry. You were there. <laughs> you were at that party. You saw it. Yeah, happen. he he does not have the that definition of the code later on. Yeah. Uh, so he. Yeah, Joey's like, uh, so that yeah, the code is there. So Ross tells him, and this all uh, this just there's some great kind of use of um, uh, language here because uh, hmm. what does he say? I guess Ross when he's trying to do it, he goes, "I kiss Nora, Mrs. Mom, you're Bing." Yeah, that's <laughs> it's brilliant. Just so awkward, so clumsy, yeah. but so funny at the yeah. same time. Yeah, and then Chandler goes absolutely mad. Yes, he does. As I don't know. Oh, would you go mad? Yes. Would you? What if I kissed your dad? God, gross. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, I go so mad. Exactly. But, yeah. Okay. There is a line, I think. There is a line. And, uh, and I think what, and it's not just, you know, the idea of me kissing your dad is weird enough. Yeah. But for Chandler, he does refer to this, doesn't he? That he says, she, you know, first of all, he's yeah, confided such true. a lot in Ross that's about so how true. she's Yeah, yeah. Hurting. You of all people would know the most about so, this not the shit I've been through my mum, the bad oh, times yeah, I've been through yeah, my yeah. mum. Yeah. And so part of this is, it's not just any friend, right? It's not some yeah. distant acquaintance. It's it's actually the person that he's chosen to say all of her faults to that he's confided in. But also he says to him at one point, doesn't he, you know, she's always been a Freudian nightmare, but I expect more from oh. you. So she's probably embarrassed him in a sex way yeah. many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, when yeah, she yeah. was on TV and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So for him, it's like, this is now oh, kind of, yeah. this is on my doorstep now and that's not okay. It was it was difficult, but slightly easier when it was distant. Mm-hmm. Now it's, it's mm-hmm. right here. So mm-hmm. I think it's not just the mum friend code. It's layered, isn't it? Because of all the, the whole other history is loaded. Yeah, Although say. it does lead to uh, um, maybe my favourite joke. Up oh, there, my favourite joke of the yeah. episode. Go where um, he says he kind of ignores Ross and then he just goes, all right there, mother kisser. Oh, yeah, you like <laughs> I that? I think it's just such a funny way of... That's, that's really funny. Because your head goes yeah, elsewhere, yeah. yeah. Uh, following on from that is yeah. my runner-up uh, favourite joke. Oh, which isn't okay. really a joke, yeah. but he's just brilliant Ross, classic Ross, where he uh, Chandler grabs his finger and he goes to the floor... And then he's like, "We're rehearsing a Greek play." Oh yeah. yeah. And then he go, and then he sort of twists his finger, yeah, and he's yeah. like, "Ah ha ha." He's really very like funny, isn't he, David Schwimmer? Yeah. He's my actual favourite joke, also of the episode, was, uh, uh, and th- th- this is my favourite episode, is related to that, is where um, uh, Ross says, um, uh, "Chan says to Joey, you knew about this or something like that," and Joey goes, "Well, knowledge is a tricky thing." <laughs> Knowledge is a tricky thing. Yeah, so that's not an answer. The end of that scene mm. is, you know, I said there are moments in this where when I think about it, it makes me think this episode was brilliant. 
Okay. One of these moments. Right. And it's not even words, it's just noises. But you have this brilliant bit where Chandler needs to leave the apartment because he's like, I can't deal with this, I've got to go. And he sort of says a parting word to Ross that's bit hurtful and not very nice and, and kind of slams the door and then Joey's annoyed because he's ended up embroiled oh, in all of yeah, this yeah. when he didn't even do anything wrong really and so Ross is like trying to sort of yeah. and Joey's like emulating Chandler but he doesn't have anything to say so he just opens the door and he goes ah! Ah, 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 and <laughs> shuts the door that's I just a, think it's brilliant that's a joke that works well on podcasts by the way <laughs> oh <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah. these people know everybody knows they can see it's it funny. in their own and head. you know well they'd also know because that clip of joey becomes matt leblanc's intro clip for like pretty much the whole of season one and into Does season it? two so yeah it's a very famous oh, ah, i really so like it i have done that as well oh, looking okay. out the room. <laughs> do you want to know what my actual favorite joke is yeah i don't know why it's my favorite but it, i think it's the build-up to it but when i watched this again it just really really made me laugh so joey and ross are having a covert conversation in the hallway where joey's like you've got to tell channel what's going on Chandler opens the front door He's like, what are you doing here? And, and they need to come up with an excuse. So Ross is like, um, mm. uh, we were meant to play racquetball. And they go through this whole kind of rigmarole of stuff where Chandler's like, mm. all right, you've mm. got issues. Mm. Closes the door. Mm. They carry on. Mm. Rachel opens the door. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you didn't bring my racket or whatever. Another thing. And she's like, okay. Shuts the door. They go into Monica's apartment. <laughs> and she comes out and just like goes, oh, hi. What are you guys doing here? And Joey goes, um, he's not even wearing a jack strap. And she just pauses. And then she goes, what did I ask? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> as a viewer, you've gone on the whole journey, yeah, so yeah, it makes yeah, sense yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. And I just think it's a, rather than going, what are you talking about? She's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What, what did I ask? And uh, I she says, thinking, what did I even ask? I don't think she does. Oh, no. She just says, what did I ask? I think she goes, what did I even ask? We're going to watch it again after Uh-oh. this and see what okay. she does. I'm pretty Next sure time. she does. Oh, God, you double underline <laughs> that, haven't you? Um, another really good bit. Right. When they're in the hallway and... So you'd mentioned earlier that they end up having a bit of a heart-to-heart, Chandler and his mum. Mm-hmm. And Ross and Joey kind of want to leave them to it. Mm. But Joey's also interested to find out what's going on. Mm. So he's looking through the peephole mm. from the outside mm. in. <laughs> and then Ross turns up and <laughs> Joey kind of relays to him what's going on. And then he goes back to the people. And he goes, right, they're walking away. They're walking, they're walking away. away. <laughs> oh, no, they're not. They're coming right <laughs> Yeah, he's dumb, but in the funniest possible oh, way. in the cutest possible way, yeah. And what about looking back then, uh, over time? Yeah. Anything here now that jars 2018 versus 1994, I think, when this was filmed? I don't think it's any... I don't think the level of acceptability of kissing someone's parent has changed. No. <laughs> I didn't have any friends through a lens. Do you think that if it had been... <clears throat> Rachel kissing... I'm trying to think. Maybe Ooh. Ross's dad would be a bit weird, wouldn't it? But do you think it would have felt a little less... Well, I mean, Rachel bit... goes out with... Uh, Monica goes out with Richard, right? Yeah. And they go through this whole thing around... He was a very close... He's like a brother yeah, to okay, dad. Fine, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So an uncle. Dad, yeah. Um, so is there something that... Do, is it more shocking then and they're making a bigger deal of it because it's like a younger man kissing an older woman? Yeah. And, and that's very interesting because I would say there are kind of... Uh, par- oh, no, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, associations with a woman like Mrs. Bing um, and uh, being a kind of man-eater or a kind of uh, cougar or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, other little, well, these are not these are not kind of cultural things at all. But it just struck me that it works as a very good narrative device for them. That um, he, she has to go out into the hallway to say any messages for room two two six because yeah. she can't just like you know. Oh, I see what you mean. And she wouldn't have to do that. She wouldn't have to do that now. Yeah, that's so, right. So they never would have gone into the hallway. Yeah, yeah, she never yeah. would have been checking her phone. Yeah. And that also happens with Chandler coming out the um, uh, the house uh, because. At uh, the house, the flat, because um, he has to go and pick the newspaper up from outside oh, his door. Yeah. It's like oh, that's these, true. These ways yeah, of people bumping things. into each other, these technologies wouldn't have yeah, been. Yeah, that's anything. true. Yeah. So, who is your favourite friend in this episode then? My favourite friend is Chandler. Me too. Why is he your favourite friend? Mm, well, I think it's his episode. It's his mum, isn't it? His mum, Mrs. Yeah. Bing. So, here he is. And he does all his usual super funny lines, but actually with a bit of backstory now about him. Yeah. And he just is. He's got so many funny lines. Yeah. In yeah. this. He's brilliant. I think it's just the first non-Geller parent we've seen, I think, as well. Um, yeah, we haven't met Rachel's Joey's dad mom or dad like yet. No. So, so uh, yeah, it just feel like he's getting a little bit more of an uh, emphasis and yeah, focus. Yeah, that's true. And they, it was pretty good as well that they managed to get Morgan Fairchild, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's early days. Is she our first celebrity Ooh. feature? Is she? We haven't had one so far, have we? Um... Maybe not, no. I mean, Jay Leno is kind of in there too. Oh, right. <laughs> well, they're both just on the screen seconds, at the same he's two time. two seconds before. He's probably more famous than she is. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's exciting. So that's another, fir- that's one of our... That's another first? Or the first, mm. isn't it? Um, also, by the way, mm. the door numbers are 19 and 20. Oh, they've changed now. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have changed. I'm worried about that. Which is, yeah, it's happened. So <laughs> yeah. now we can relax. Now we can relax. They we, are we know firmly where we are. on the floor they're supposed yeah. to be. have got episode 12 which also has a 12 theme to it because it's the one with a dozen lasagnas oh yum Mm. looking forward to that yeah yeah make me hungry that one yeah lovely until we get to the dozen lasagnas then Mm -hmm. between then and now we (laughs) would love to hear from you on twitter Mm -hmm. if you are into such things you can find us at friends from a to z and please do subscribe wherever it is that you listen to friends from a to z because we'd love you to join us for all the rest of our episodes as well so, until then. That's our podcast. Thanks for listening to the end. Friends, from A to Z, we hope that you come back again. We've got a confession. And you share our obsession too. We'll be there.